Welcome to Asbury Pod with Amy Quinn and Joe Walsh. This week, we are talking to Sarah Bloom and Michelle Gresner of the newly recharted Kiwanis Club of Asbury Park. We get right to the heart of the matter in this one to find out what is a Kiwanis Club? What do they do? We were hoping that they would be mysterious and creepy like the Freemasons, but no, to our great disappointment, we found out that they seem to be non-secretive, inveterate do-gooders who might just also be your nice neighbors and whose organization you might want to join after hearing this episode. Welcome, Sarah and Michelle. The matters addressed in this podcast represent my own personal views and opinions concerning issues affecting the citizens of Asbury Park in my capacity as the deputy mayor of the city of Asbury Park. They do not necessarily represent the official position of the city or the official position of the Asbury Park City Council as a whole. I am developing and implementing this podcast in an effort to keep citizens informed. However, this is not an official City of Asbury Park podcast and does not, and I repeat, does not represent the official position of the city or the governing body. Their interviews always hit the mark, so subscribe to Asbury Park, I mean pod. Be informed, don't be in the dark, everybody listen to Asbury Park. I mean, pod. Everything you need to know. Brought to you by Amy and Joe. If you're local, they're the pod for you. But Bennies are welcome and Shoebies too. From Route 35 to Convention Hall, it's very pod. Covers it all as Berry Pod. I love you. I love you. So uh, we should welcome our listeners to Asbury Pod. It's August 9th. And Joe, we should just tell people that um, so we were doing two Asbury Pods a month. And I don't know about you guys, but pandemic fatigue is real. And I don't have that bandwidth to do two a month. So we are doing one a month. <laughs> um until we feel less pandemic fatigue yeah. um, and particularly with the numbers going back up it's just like ugh, I am. again again this is <laughs> the never-ending story so um so we're going to be doing you know there may be like so for example we were actually going to do two this month because we we're going to do see here now but see here now um recently and and in my opinion you know kudos to them uh is demanding vaccines and COVID tests in the in their endless attempt to try to keep this concert going um and they cannot do the podcast because they are not doing any public speaking while they're um kind of figuring it out so figuring out what you know what is happening with that event um but we are hopeful that it's going on and if it does great and we hope people are safe and if it doesn't we totally get that too um so uh we want to welcome everybody and i have to um Anything I'm, I'm missing, Joe? You're good. Kiwanis, like yes. Yeah. So let's talk about the Kiwanis Club, which is new to Asbury and Sarah and Michelle. So I don't know if you, you know, Eric Pickney, who's a personal friend of mine, longtime Asbury Park resident, former Asbury Park Board of Ed member, reached out. He also uh, worked for the Asbury for, for a number of years and has recently um, gotten a new gig. But he reached out. He wanted to talk about your club. I know I've spoken to a few members of your club. I know Renee, and I mm -hmm. feel like I spoke to somebody else Martin. six months to a year ago. Yeah, mm -hmm. when you first were kind of getting into town and... I'm going to be like your worst person because I was like, is this the Rotary Club? 
<laughs> she's like, I know I'm sure like how irritating is it when people are like, are you like, but it's not that, no, it's not because it's a service organization. So, I mean, you know, at least you've got a group with like the right kind of people. So that works. You know? well, well, let's start there. What is the Kiwanis? So that's what we are. We're a service organization. We're not affiliated with any religion or any politics in particular. We're just, we're looking to do good. Um, in general, the main goal of Kiwanis is to improve the lives of children. That might be through doing things directly for kids, or it might be doing things for the community at large so that kids have a cleaner environment, a safer environment, whatever. But um, so it's kind of like a broad brush, um, but with the ultimate goal always of some way to benefit um, the children of the community where we are serving. And tell us a little bit about yourself, Michelle, and then maybe Sarah, you could jump in as well. Okay, I'll go. Yeah, I'm less important than Sarah. Sarah's our president. I'm a board member of Kiwanis. I'm a founding one of the founding board members um, of the the regenerated Kiwanis. And um, so I'm a teacher. I actually don't live in Asbury, but I love Asbury. I live in Neptune. Um, I have uh, my son just turned 16. My husband and I, my son, we um, love to come down to the boards. We hang out in Asbury as often as possible. And just really love what's happening and a lot, all the good, you know, just good people and good, good things that are, that are happening and just wanted to kind of do some more, just kind of help it along. So um, that's it. I'm kind of boring teacher, you know, <laughs> a teacher in Neptune. Michelle? I'm, I'm not I actually teaching. Nep- uh, where do I teach? I'm sorry. I teach in Middletown. <laughs> so hello. Yeah, so, <laughs> I don't even know. Yeah, no, I teach. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. It's August. I don't right now teach anywhere. Um, so yeah, but, um, I teach in Middletown. So, and I teach elementary school. So I teach digital literacy. We had teachers on our show and then I'm going to get to Sarah, like just during this COVID thing, talking about that experience. Yeah. Um, which has been, you know, I'm sure trying at best and and just having like a kid in that, in, you know, I have a five-year-old, um, and can uh, was in kindergarten when, when it's, no, was in pre-K yeah. and then missed all of kindergarten. Anyway, yeah. uh, we, he, he can drive he, now. <laughs> Probably. He, he certainly could like read the New York Times because he's around all these people at home all day long. You know, he meets a five-year-old. He's like, where's your parents? I like to hang out with them. <laughs> I like to have a cup of coffee and uh, talk about all the affairs with them. Exactly. Um, anyway, I digress. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sarah, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um I am not more important than Michelle. I actually got president by default because I was like so nervous. I'm like, oh my gosh, so what if somebody runs against me? Nobody did. Um, and so I was just like immensely took on that that role and really, um, you know, I had a Kiwanis story back in Montana when I lived there. Um, and how I started was in print journalism and Kiwanis out there really made the small town feeling just great in giving back to the kids and scholarships. Um, and I did student athlete of the year and all that. And I really wanted to bring that to this town. When I moved here, I found that Asbury, no matter how big it gets in the summer and all these people, it's really a small town. Um, and there really are a lot of unique needs. Um, in, in that as well. Sorry about my dog. Um, but, you know, I kind of connected with um, officials in Kiwanis in the greater family in New Jersey 
um, Gordon Meth, uh, Martin Slezak, and uh, Danielle Summit, mm-hmm. and uh, Michael Mulhall really kickstarted this group. And we started mid-pandemic. I mean, it's hard to get people's attention in virtual anything. Um, so yeah, that's that's where we're at. And as a job, I am um, a sales rep for a, a Bev Hard Ginger Beer Company. Um, if you ever want that, and uh, we do need a merch um, uh, table. So. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to sell all the booths. Um, but I bartended at McLoon's, and you know, I really I live right on Fourth, and I just love walking down the street and seeing the same people and the same doggos and um, how inclusive everything is here um, in all the different walks of life that that Asbury has. And with that, we find a lot of um, problems that we really want to find solution to and just kind of aid that, tell people here direction on on how we can give back because it's really Kiwanis is an international level um, umbrella over us, but it's tailored to the community and Asbury is unique for sure. Mm-hmm. Sarah, I have to tell you talking about, I just to tell one story because was it Martin? Yeah. Martin, I reached out to me like, I don't know, mid pandemic, like uh, August or September of last year. And I was just like, dude, I don't know. Like, we're just like legit trying to survive this pandemic. So relax, Martin. You know, relax. All, all the best to you and count me in when, you know, this pandemic rolls away, of course, thinking it would actually roll away. And I was going to say one thing, Sarah, it's funny about you being president is the way you become a chair on a board committee or commission Nesbury is you're not at the meeting. You are appointed the chair <laughs> or the vice chair because you are not at the meeting to object. Yeah. Yeah. So that happened, but it's, it's been the best. It's fulfilled a lot um, in my life as as far as just giving back to the community and networking. We have awesome people in this club and they're just so different walks of life. Um, and I love that. It's kind of like a restaurant family. If you've ever worked at a restaurant, all these different um, ages and they come from different backgrounds and we all just get together and, and whatever we can provide and do our highlights, we work as a team and we get that done. So it's been it's been for lack of a better, a hell of a year and I'm excited to grow with it. So before, uh, Amy, you had mentioned, um, that, uh, this is a new group, but Sarah, but right before we started, you and I were talking mm-hmm. about the history. This is not, this is a revival of an existing group, right? Asbury had a Kiwanis that went to funk that you're reviving. Can you tell us a little bit about that or as much as you can in terms of that history? Oh yeah. Trust me. I've been through all the hit. There's so much history on all of this and it's really, it's really cool going back in time and seeing all of the stuff and sometimes alarming because it's just a different time back then. Um, but Asbury, uh, the Kiwanis club in Asbury has been, it's rooted in the community. And before it handed over its charter in the 2010s, um, you know, because the people in charge weren't really seeing weren't really seeing and are adapting to the change of the community, um, kind of like an older mindset. Um, but in 1938, Kiwanis started the, or Asbury Kiwanis started the Boys Club of Asbury, which is now today the um, Boys and Girls Club of Monmouth County. And um, and we've, you know, we've, we've grown a lot with that, but it's time for new faces and new mindsets. And Asbury is, 
very open-minded and and we're made of a lot of open-minded people so we're excited to get that name and rebrand that with that there's a cool thing too with um there's um on memorial there's that one place that they have like all the history of kiwanis that plumbing place right isn't that oh yeah they have a whole attic and i was like bro yeah yeah this is amazing but like I'm ADD. I'll get lost in the sauce. <laughs> but it's really, you know, and, and he reached out to me actually. Yes. Um, uh, hog. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, that his father was like a lifetime member of the Asbury Park Club and all of these records and all the things. And it's really cool to look through. And I would love to do a, a, a whole a whole write up on that. And, you know, when I'm not president in October, <laughs> that's when I'll get to focus on that, that other stuff. But yeah, so it's rooted for sure, but it's definitely revamped and, and mm-hmm. revival for sure. And Sarah, how did you get to Asbury? You said, cause you said earlier, you Montana and then, mm-hmm. and so how did you get to Asbury? So I went, I'm from originally from Farmingdale. So right right up the street, basically. And after college, I just applied everywhere. And I moved out to Montana, North Carolina. And then I moved back home to be closer with family. And I originally moved out here because my roommate at the time wanted to be in Asbury. Prior to that, I was never really involved with Asbury. I was like, oh, it's too many people. I don't know if I could do it, especially living out in Montana. Um, but we moved and I was like, oh, my God, I'm so glad I did because it, it's just changed me tremendously. Just a quick editorial note. We ran into some network difficulties right about this point in the conversation. So there's an awkward cut where we've deleted some of the garbled recording. Michelle, I, are you also from the area? Yeah. So, OK, so I grew up in Freehold. Um, my husband's family is from like Wall, Manasquan and, and Neptune. So we've always his, his family's always been kind of in the area, his mom's family had a house on Corley's when they were growing up. So, um, but, and then, you know, we had our son and take in Asbury, like it's a great place for our son to see and be a part of like every possible flavor of everything. Like just so that, you know, we just really wanted him to, to see everybody just being who they are and being comfortable with who he is you know, whoever that happens to be, like he's 16. So he's, you know, and, and we've always done like service things with him, like, you know, cleaning up the trash on the bridge. Um, Cause I live on the bridge um, uh, or, you know, we've done soup, soup kitchens and things like that. So when the Kiwanis came up, I was like, this is an amazing opportunity for me to model service and for him to, um, you know, hopefully like, and I drag him, I don't drag him, but he comes and he helps us with some events. Like we did um, a feed AP where we gave away 20,000 pounds of food and they were big boxes and I have big, strong teenager. So I was like, dude, you are putting boxes of food in cars. And he was like, I'm on it. So, you know, so, so yeah, so that's kind of how I, I'm connected. I feel like it's a great, it's a great way for him to get involved too. Well, the Can I ask, is- what kind of brought it to Asbury? So it was Keyport, right? Uh, my, my recollection from my conversation with Mark was that, was it Keyport or? And, yeah. And and so one, what brought it to Asbury, and two, I would a little be interested in, and then I have to stop cutting off Joe, is, you know, Asbury has a lot of programs. So yeah. it, does that make it easier or harder to start something like Qantas here? Good question. Sarah, do you know the why of why they chose Asbury? 
Um, I, if I'm coming into this question correctly, um, what's different about, I guess, Kiwanis and Asbury and what it brings to the um, community, I, I guess, is that? That's the second part. The first part was like, why did we I choose? Why did we choose Asbury? Like, why okay. are we in Asbury? So, yeah, so we were, like I said before, we're really well rooted in the community. And unfortunately, they handed in their charter and it was time for new faces. But with Asbury's growth, you know, they really saw a lot of, um, I don't want to say opportunity, but a, a place again in Asbury to kind of bring everything together. Um, you know, we are a service organization and we're a bunch of doers. We're not really a check writing club. Um, you know, I mean, as of right now, we, we still need money to write checks. You know, we're, we're, we're lots of, we're bodies. We're, we're helping people. We get stuff done, um, you know, as opposed to some organizations that are really specific in, in their, the needs that they kind of put attention to. And we're just here to, to kind of help those institutions um, by doing, by supporting that way. And by using Kiwanis as an international level umbrella, um, you know, we are able to use resources that normal, uh, normally smaller organizations and communities really don't have access to. Um, you know, and we'll go on to what we've done, but for instance, we've teamed with Scholastic to give away books and we've teamed, uh, you know, we have other resources and um, all of these kind of, not trainings, but just guidance out there to, to kind of do do better things and, and with hands that normally are um, really belong to a larger club. So we have that umbrella in, at a national level, but it's tailored to the community. So I know they chose Asbury because it is such an area that is growing and thriving, but it's still needing a lot. That's that's my Corgi Shiba Inu. <laughs> But I think, Amy, I love your second question, though, because I think, um, yeah, and I think Sarah kind of answered it, too. We we're right now we're finding our feet in terms of like where what are if we have a thing or if we're going to just kind of help mm -hmm. other clubs. Um, but we're our identity. Yeah, so, yeah. so we're definitely loving getting to know the other service organizations in town. And we've done some tabling events and we've done some, like we were at national night out, we were there as well. So, um, so that we can kind of get to know the community and we can get to know the other um, members of the community that are making the changes so that we can kind of be a part of it, um, you know, and support. So, you get know, a like, pulse. get a pulse on what we need and that's what we're doing. Yeah. So like we supported yeah. Project Real with our drag brunch and Project Real does great stuff for the LGBTQ community. So, um, you know, so that's, you know, just one one thing. So like, you know, we're not about we don't necessarily always need to be top dog. We just want to be in the game. We just want to be there, you know, helping out and, and figuring out what, what is going to make us the most effective piece for Asbury. That's all. You know, I was, I was poking around with the history of Kiwanis in, in advance of our conversation. And I'm sort of, but prior to today, Kiwanis sort of um, just folded into the background with all the other groups like, you know, Optimist Clubs, you know, um, mm -hmm. and um, Elks, you know, all the, and I didn't really, couldn't differentiate between one between the other, but the Kiwanis is sort of fascinating because it has both international scope and hyper-local mm -hmm. uh, focus, right? So, 
if my understanding, correct me if I'm wrong, local chapters are responsible for identifying needs that need to be addressed in their own community. But at the same time, you're part of a UNICEF uh, effort to eliminate neonatal uh, tetanus yeah. uh, worldwide, right? Um, and your local, uh, and, and, and this is also uh, your other groups, Circle K for college kids, Key Club for high school, which I just thought, assumed were different things. You know, so again, part of the jumble of alphabet letters of organizations that I was dimly aware of, but had no idea what they do. Now, three of them belong to Kiwanis. So it's very, it's a really interesting uh, group to sort of investigate from my point of view uh, and learn about. And, you know, here, right here in Nazareth, you mentioned the drag, um, um, the the drag uh, fundraiser, but also you have what Literacy AP, Feed AP, and multiple things going on at the same time. It's a pretty... Yeah. And the key, the key club scholarships. That's a, you know, so for something that just started, you know, you're all over the map and have four or five things in the fire at once. So Joe, we love yeah. you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we finally get recognition. That's all yeah. we wanted was a cookie. Yeah. But that's also, that's what differentiates us for sure is we have levels where, you know, as, as young as fourth and uh, you know, people, kids, children in grades four and five can get involved and, that's kind of a different aspect that a lot of other, not saying that we're better because of that, but we grow into a family and a community. And, you know, you, you start getting them involved at a younger age and, and showing them how important this work is and they can make a difference too. And it's really, you know, you don't have to be well off or super rich. Like Lord knows that. No, we're not. <laughs> we are not. But there are ways to give back and it doesn't have to be monetary wise. And it could just be doing good deeds. And that's what we do. We're good people. Well, but yeah, you we- have that, you have that six, uh, the six permanent objectives. That's quite a, uh, you know, you have a, a, an ethics statement that's, you know, it's not, um, it's not shy, right? Starts out with what, to give primacy to the human spirit and rather than uh, material values of life. So you're starting big. Uh, with your goals. So it's, a, you know, for me, it's quite a surprise, an eye-opening thing. I'm quite interested in, um, in seeing what you guys do. Cause I had no idea, like, like I said, I had no idea what Kiwanis was. And so Amy, when Amy yeah. was telling me we're going to, I actually thought she was talking about a person. I'm like, who is Kiwanis? I didn't really, I didn't put. What's a Kiwanis? Together. Yeah. I was like, What's I don't that? know who the Kiwanis We've heard that before. I didn't <laughs> Never heard of her. Like yeah. I knew who the Kiwanis club was, but I thought we were talking about a person. Cause I didn't even know we had a club in Asper. So I was like, is somebody, somebody's name Kiwanis? I mean, so <laughs> Uh, that's why I did the research because I felt bad. I was like, I don't, I, uh, you know, that's I said, okay. Look into see who who we're talking to. That's my favorite conversation. Is oh, <laughs> have you heard of Kiwanis? Well, let me tell you more about it. I love it. <laughs> and my and my boyfriend Sean's always like, oh, here's another conversation you're gonna get suckered into. But it's really, I mean, we just, I mean, Joe, obviously, you're gonna have to join us for a meeting and see what what we're all about. And, um, I feel I volunteered accidentally right there. So just wanted to touch like a little bit on how opening this club and, 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 and dealing with the pandemic kind of at the same time, because in a non-pandemic year, you have fundraisers and you, don't worry about social distancing. You, you, none of us even knew what social distancing was in, in 2019. Um, so, so how is the, you know, the good, the bad, and, and, and the, and the okay of, of starting this in a pandemic helpful, hurtful. So it was really weird because right. Like the first meetings we had everything like from like your in, 
your um, interviews, everything was on Zoom. And so we lit- I literally wasn't sit in a room with any of my closest now friends here um, until probably what, four or five months at least, right? We had to wait until the weather got decent enough for us to meet. Um, and was that probably at feed AP was the first time that we actually, yeah. all of us kind of got together and we were all wearing masks and whatever. Um, hey, we don't know who's who, but I guess I don't know who that is, but <laughs> like, all right. I've seen you on Zoom and that's about it. But um, so like, it was hard, but like, I feel like it was so, um, such a, a lifeline for me anyway, because I was so oh, yeah. grateful for what I had during pandemic. Like, during shutdown and so many people were struggling and so many people weren't working and, you know, were insecure in so many different ways. And I'm very fortunate as a teacher that that's not my story. So for me, it needed a way to be appreciative, to show appreciation for what I had. And then Kiwanis just stepped right in and was like, Hey, here's a way, um, you know, come and be a part of a greater good, which uh, all about that. So, and it gave me a way to do that. So yeah, yeah. Like, and the planning of everything, right? Like it was kind of tricky. We had to try to plan what we could do. And a lot of, obviously there was no fundraising at first. It was really just, you know, we were shaking each other down. Like, what do you got? No, what do you got? Um, <laughs> literally. Literally. <laughs> to pony up the money for feed AP was pretty much, oh, sorry. Oh, that's my, that's my nephew dog. Um, so yeah. Um, so we, you know, to, to do feed AP, it was a lot of really just generated by us. And so the other thing during this pandemic that's, you know, certainly been interesting when I put like kind of my council hat on is um, the food insecurity. And and I was aware of food insecurity in Asbury Park. And, um, you know, my son goes to Bradley Elementary in Asbury, which has um, several food programs, Um, you know, lunch, uh, breakfast, and then after school program. So I had some concept of food insecurity, but I I really think this pandemic brought that, you know, certainly to the forefront in in Asbury, but probably nationally. Um, With, you know, I'm hoping you'll talk a little bit about Feed AP, um, you know, with the Asbury Park Dinner Table. We've had, you know, we've had a number of, of organizations, you know, really step up, you, you know, you guys absolutely being one of them in terms of um, making sure, you know, food, food insecurity was an issue we talked about and, and, and we're working on. And a lot of people don't know this, but Asbury actually has four food pantries. Quick correction here. The actual number is 11 food pantries in Asbury Park. Although, you know, the majority of them are tied to churches. So, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people who were uh, not able to eat or or were experiencing food insecurity were not the most comfortable hitting, you know, church pantries. So when we when the city got calls about that, you know, we were happy to refer people to other places. But um, a number of our food pantries are tied to churches, which is great in one way. And then, you know, there's a demographic in the city who's um, very church orientated. And then another demographic in the city who's not very church orientated. So maybe you could tell us a little bit about Feed AP. Yeah, Um, that's actually a really unique uh, problem that we were like, let's face this head on. This could be our first major thing. Um, And what was different about Feed AP was we paired up with an organization, Blessings of Hope, that is actually out of Pennsylvania, which um, 
they were great and looking looking forward we want to keep that at a, at a more local level during our next campaign but so we raised um the money to literally hand out 500 boxes of 35 to 40 pounds of food both perishable and non-perishable they were you know fresh meats they were stuff that uh yogurt and dairy stuff and yeah. you know stuff that is a luxury to get for a lot of people and uh you know we, we had some people sign up and you know they didn't it was drive up and drive away no questions asked you didn't need you know any kind of uh proof of whatever and and i had a few phone calls that were like well do i qualify and i'm like if you're asking you qualify right. you know that's what a big thing with food insecurity is is that we need to take a broader look at who qualifies for that because everyone does especially in the time where you you don't have your job you're working from home um or you're working and you're trying to have your kids get taken care of and just like a whole bunch of stuff really happened and you know it came to a point where i was borrowed my uh a pickup from my mom and we were on the back of a pickup and giving away food on on springfield and it's like and at trinity too so like you were saying amy like that you know trinity has food pantry we they were they were great they allowed us we brought some boxes over there and like just let them give them away over there which was awesome and then we also did um posted the the feed ap on facebook and we had some people yeah. reaching out to us on messenger who were um homebound who you know and they're like we well, can you deliver food to you know where we are and so we did you know and that was yeah. you know that we were so happy that we were able to do that you know it was definitely not something that we were expecting but um but it, but like you said it kind of like shed a light on you know where food insecurity is it's everywhere yeah. and that was our first big such... project that was that was we raised four to five grand to to do that this was in our first couple months of inception and we posted flyers all over town and the amazing businesses that helped support that without the community coming together and doing that there's only so much uh facebook sharing you could do so it really was a community effort thing i'm so thankful for that Homebound, I think, is so important and gets overlooked, also brought out during the pandemic with both food. So, you, you know, a number of organizations we, we requested do delivery of some sort and vaccines. Yeah. Homebound vaccines was something that um, that for whatever reason took a while um, and we don't have a wonderful program on it. But, you know, I think people have this hip view of Asbury and there's actually... Um, six senior towers in Esbury, you know, yeah. a huge demographic of seniors who um, many, many of which are homebound. So I'm so yeah, happy to hear we that. We actually, so that happy. was something else. Yeah. That was something else that we were able to give back and didn't, didn't cost much to do. We teamed up with um, Academy Charter High School and uh, we had some of their seniors, they needed a uh, service hours. So I said, all right, well, you're going to learn as we go too. We're going to figure it out together. And they wrote, um, holiday cards um, to seniors. We think about 150 cards, personal, you know, draw everything. It wasn't no hallmark, anything involved. It was literally everyone was different. And we dropped that off and like, that's cool. People want to know that they're, they're being thought of. I forgot we did that. 
I know we're cool, man. Those are really we cool. did ornaments too. We did a lot of things. Um, well, I wanted to the we Jewish came- ornaments, which I love as a Jewish woman. Yeah, right. <laughs> Um, we had Kim Godano from uh, Fulfill New Jersey on earlier in the pandemic. And just to touch on food insecurity, food insecurity in Monmouth County is widespread, you know, and the numbers she was giving were pretty shocking and were across demographic lines, right. From, uh, from, you know, any, any municipality in in Monmouth County, there was food insecurity, Mm -hmm. you know, and, um, and the numbers she was talking, I mean, early in the pandemic when all the restaurants went inactive and there, there was a the spike was pretty big, but I'm going to guess the base, your baseline numbers are, I think most people would be shocking, would be shocked to see what, the, you know, when things return to more normal, what the baseline numbers still remain after that, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know, no question, just throwing that out there. Yeah. I teach in a, I teach in a title one school or I have taught in a title one school for a long time and. And it is, it's, it's a very much higher number than you would think. And it's people who work really hard and it's just not enough. Right. And uh, it came also point that like they were, most of the people were work, were working families that, yeah. that, that needed uh, food. Right. So yeah. Um, with, you know, these are issues we read about all the time at the, you know, the drive for changes in minimum wage and things like that, because Ugh. people are working not to you know, earn enough money to get food. So it's an interesting mm-hmm. dynamic. So uh, not to go too far afield, but so Qantas, like, so you know, filling in, filling in a void there as part of your mission. Right. And this low, when you, um, are there state, so there's, uh, forgive me about, uh, you know, uh, so Qantas is, uh, municipal. Oh, you have your Asbury pot shirt on. I do. Oh, good for you. I do. Made us um, swag. So yeah, nice. I don't have the coffee cup ready, but, um, um, yeah. So are the, do the Qantas clubs, uh, do you guys coordinate statewide or are you really on, like, is Asbury focused on Asbury issues or is there a national, like a statewide council? It's like, we have to like join forces to fix this issue over here, even if it's yeah. not. Yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. We have a district level. We have a state level. We do um, international conventions. They, everything. We, um, we so wouldn't some- be where we are without, without those connections yeah. and those. So Amy knew that, you know, Martin came from the, the Keyport Club and, and that was one of the, the, the clubs that kind of founded us back, like re, regen us, whatever. And so we actually did um, something with the, so Keyport had a service project that they were doing and they had reached out to us and they said, hey, can anybody come and help us? This is kind of huge. So yeah, so we'll help each other club wise within the state or within our region. Um, and yeah, so, so, there, so the community, the net can be as big as we need to be or as small as we need to be. So yeah. And talk to us a little bit about, so I, we've touched on a couple of the things you've done. So t- take us through a couple of, a couple more things you've done, um, things that you thought you did well, things that you would do again differently. Um, you know, anything like that, 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 that you know, you want to just kind of <laughs> tap. And then um, we also want to hear about, you know, getting people involved and yeah. the future and, and, and all of that good stuff. Yeah. So like we said, we are trying to get our, you know, figure out what our, what our spot is. So we've done a couple of different, like we've been all over the place, like feed AP, obviously, we just talked about that drag brunch, which was awesome. That was at cross and orange. That was such a fun event. Um, and we've done literacy AP where we actually gave, 
um, books to the schools and um, I gave them to Sonia and I'm forgetting Sonia's last name right now. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. She's amazing. So we gave them to her to hand out to the kids and we had a, our charter uh, school kids, we had them read the book out loud. It was a bilingual book. So the kids um, could have that happening, which was kind of cool. Um, we did, um, uh, what else did we do? Um, we've done a lot. What we did, we went to national night out. We gave away some school supplies there. Um, we're doing right now. We have a school supply drive going on. There's 10 boxes throughout Asbury to collect supplies. And then we're going to bring those over to the school as well. I know, I think Amy Renee has been talking to you about their names are our head on that one. Um, so we're going to be again, donating things to the Asbury park kids, the school kids as well. Michelle, um, let's stop. Let's uh, stop right there real quick. And, and yeah. you're back to back to school drive. You mentioned there's boxes around Asbury. Where are they? Yeah. Good question. <laughs> Let me pull up the flyer. Um, <laughs> so I know Amici has a box. Lola's has a box. Um, Asbury Ale House. Um, uh, Pliable. Boardwalk. Yeah. Can you? Pliable on the boardwalk has one. There's yeah, girl. One. I got you. We got <laughs> <laughs> the complex. Um, all Seasons Diner and Eat in Town, Amici, uh, Gelato, and Cafe, and he's great there, yeah, by the way. Awesome. Asbury Ale House, uh, Asbury Park Beauty Supply, yeah. Asbury um, Police Department, the Capital Line, Islander Caribbean uh, Restaurant, Max's Bar and Grill in, in Long Branch, Pliables on the Boardwalk, Sammy's Mediterranean the Street yeah. Food, also an amazing place, by the way, um, Wright's Place Barbershop, and that's that's just so far, that's what we have. And this was all Renee just going, no, knowing and everybody and, and her Lola, mom like and doing all of this. She literally like ran into the guy from, from Lola's like, and, and he was like, yeah, go throw a box in right now. So we did. So they don't really have a choice when Renee goes there. Renee's no, like, okay, nobody, so put says, nobody says no to Renee. <laughs> so what, what, what kind of supplies that people are thinking who uh, people are interested in donating? What, what kind of supplies are you, are you most interested in, in receiving? So the, pens, any, pencils. the consumables. Yeah. The things that the kids are going to run through, like anything like pens, pencils, highlighters, uh, erasers, markers, um, backpacks would be great too, but the small stuff, I mean, anything that, you know, construction paper, things that they're going to go mm. through that they're going to need to replace that the teachers might and not And the dollar have store has all of these things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Renee, I have to tell you, is ama is totally amazing um, doing things in and around Esbury Park all, all the time. Just um, yeah, such a good, such a good egg, such a good egg. Yeah, we're lucky She's to great. have her. Mm -hmm. And like, so if I'm sitting at home listening to this podcast, where take me through how I can start to get involved. All right, so that's the only thing I kind of is we don't have like a home base yet. Um, we're we're on Facebook. You can definitely find us on Facebook. And I'm old, but I think we're on Instagram too, right? Are we on Instagram? We are, Michelle. We are. <laughs> Asbury Park Kiwanis. Uh, generally, our meetings are held have been held in on Zoom. We have been trying to do more in person, and we tried a hybrid. That was interesting. And um, so, um, but. Well, when you say that was interesting, what do you mean? <laughs> just, well, we could have used, um, what, what's his, we could have used your sound guy. That's, that's for sure. Because our guest was <laughs> virtual. We were out on the rooftop of, of one of our members 
amazing apartment uh, downtown. And it was just like all of these sounds. And I was like, oh, oh my God, like oh, what's happening? Us. Yeah, they can find us but- though on Facebook. And and if they like our page there, we will you know, post when our meetings are, they can join our meetings, um, reach out to us through yeah. our email on there. And we can- Yeah, president or um, info at asburyparkkiwanis.org. Um, and we would love to have guests there. And the best thing about Kiwanis is that there's no set time you have to give. You could literally, if you want to just volunteer at an event and you want to sign up for that, that's cool. We'll take bodies. Like it, there's no um, uh, fulfillment that you have to do in order to become a Kiwanis member. Um, just come by and, and, and stop in for a meeting and you'll instantly feel like at home, like with all your friends. And I know during the pandemic, um, I was going through, going through some stuff as everybody else was. And there were times where I was like, all right, I don't really feel like leading this meeting. But as soon as I opened up the Zoom or the Google Meet, I saw everybody. I just felt like, yes, I do. Like, I love this. I love the energy. And the feeling that you get from giving back is just like, you can't, you can't replace that. You can't fill that with any kind of, I mean, I would love to go shopping right now. I'll tell you that that would definitely feel good. But at the end of the day, it's really cool to make a difference. And with all the people that are involved. Yeah. And amazing. The, cool, the great thing too, is like, there's only 25 of us that are really completely very active right now. So imagine if we had twice that number or three times that number, like what we could really accomplish. So we would That's really our goal. love, yeah, we'd love to have you know, as many people as possible come and join us and, and share their ideas. We're open. Like we're, you know, whatever, whatever the needs are in the community, that's what we're looking for. So, you know, if you, yeah, we need voices to tell us what is going on and yeah. everyone has a unique set of skills that really adds to it. Um, so for instance, so wait, if you're listening to the podcast and you're like, well, what about this? Or what about that? We'll come to a meeting and tell us so that we can, yeah. you can help us work on it. Um, no, I love that. And I love that, that it's very, tell us what you need, because what we get sometimes uh, in Asbury and, and, you know, can, can drive some people crazy is I'm going to tell you what you need. So, you know, I yeah. love the idea. Um, uh, you know, I love the kind of inclusiveness of tell us what you need and we'll try to make it happen. I, I can't tell you how many, how many new people who come to town and, and, you know, I love when people stop me and tell me exactly what Asbury Park needs and they've been here for 20 minutes, but shut up. You know, I know I've only been here. Like <laughs> they, they've got plans. They tell they've me what we need. So many plans. Um, but no, I love that. I think that's a great, I, I think that's how you um, build trust and you stay successful in communities is, is you go out and figure out and talk to people about what they need. You get in, in there like swimwear, you get in with the people and you just, talk, I mean, I could talk to a wall, put me anywhere you want, and I'm going to make some networks and connections. Everybody has something to offer. Everybody has ideas. And the beauty of all of this is that we're still shaping our identity. And, you know, we have our, our founding members, members of the chapter, but everybody's a founding member right now. We're, we're changing and growing uh, with what this club can really do. And literally we could just grow from here and continue to add on to those yearly staple events, like the feed AP can't wait to get that bigger, you know, at 500 boxes. I cannot wait to get that to even more. 
because the need is there, right? Um, and literacy AP and getting the Spanish community and, and making them feel included and learning, you know, with that demographic of, of kids that they're the ones that are the go-between between, between um, their parents who, uh, you know, maybe don't speak as, as good at English as they do. And it's like, all right, like someone's hearing me and someone's sharing this experience with me. And for Project Real, who focuses on youth LGBTQ, and that is a twofer. So not only are you, you know, you need some healthier food insecure or any of this, but you're also going through all this maybe by yourself. So those are the places that we want to help and we want to keep growing. And those are important to Asbury because that's what makes Asbury. So we want to just do, do, do. And what, and for the, no, no, like for the future, what, how, how are you seeing fall and winter and spring play out and, and, and tell yeah. me about like, ideally what you would want to see. And like, if I, if I said, here's a million dollars or, Ooh. um, and something's, you know, smaller and scalable. So we're doing, we're right now in the planning stages for like a beer, um, a craft beer fest. And we're thinking that's probably going to be what, like late fall, maybe winter, Sarah? Yeah. That's where we are with that. Um, so we're in that, we literally just had our planning meeting the other day. Um, so we have that. Keep it under wraps, Michelle. Keep it under wraps, you know? What? No, we want people to know. But um, <laughs> So yeah, so we're working that out and that would be like a fundraiser. Um, we are to partner with, so fundraising so that the club has more, more funds so that we can use them in the community, but also that we'd also want to fundraise with another organization that needs funds. So that part. Which we're part. still on the, on the um, exploration lookout for, yeah. exploration mm -hmm. for that. Yeah. And that's, that's really led by, we have an amazing, uh, John Hall is going to be our president come October and mm -hmm. he's really driven um, and he's going to be great for for moving this club forward and also for taking over my spot so I could focus on other little things and getting builders clubs and all of this going because you start kids at a young age, that's all they know, then they want to be involved in their community, then there's less of a um, those other people kind of stigma. So that we're really yeah. all Asbury Park residents. So that's our, and in our timeline is to, to do things like the builders clubs and the key clubs and, and things like that. And to make sure that those that were, that were getting into the Asbury Park schools with that. Um, I'm, I'm trying to work on starting a garden club, like an after school kind of a garden club as well with yes. the schools. Um, and Sonia has been wonderful. We're trying to figure out how that's going to work. So that's in the, in the works as well, hopefully to start that, you know, winter, spring as well. Um, but other than that, we're kind of open. You have like a pipeline for engaged citizenry starting from grade school all the way through college, right? So you capture, yeah, yeah. right? And, yeah, and we have a great key club at um, Allied Health and Science. Amazing key club there, which our last year was like 120 members strong. And we took notes yeah. on how they did their meetings. I was like, oh yeah. my God, like this is our future with pretty good we're in pretty good hands if that's the case yeah but Joe, um, too like yeah if we start with the littler kids and we can ask them what do you need because i mean i know nobody asks them so you know i talk to kids all the time michelle they are actually the smartest people <laughs> in the world they keep it simple they don't care no i know but you know find out like what do you know what what would they want what would they need hmm. so yeah and, uh, 
Oh, go ahead. Nope, nope, good. No, no, go. Just a follow-up. Do you have like a chapter of your Circle K at Brookdale Community College? We do not. It's not, well, that is not active. And a lot of that has to do with the pandemic. We worked with some Rutgers, uh, a Rutgers group, though, with our Feed AP campaign specifically. Mm -hmm. Um, That's my employer, by the way. Yeah, Uh, Well, tell (laughs) tell them about it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I found your spot, Joe. You're going to be the, um, uh, what, what is it? Hello? Circle K? You're going to be the, the leader. Look, look at hi, you. Look so at hi, you. Hi, Red Liaison. There you go. So, yeah. Making my it. own card as we speak. Love it. <laughs> I'll give you the logos and everything, Joe. <laughs> And um, we should, so one thing we ask our guests, um, because, and this is strange, but when we started this podcast, like a couple of years ago, we were trying to get people um, more knowledgeable on city government, really, so they Mm -hmm. just stopped calling it and asking me about city government. So we were like, oh, we're going to get everybody up to speed on city government. And then, you know, a year passed and the pandemic hit and that, um, but I, I say all of that because in the same breath, um, we were humanizing city workers and, and just asking them about books they're reading, podcasts they're listening to, movies they're into. Um, sometimes like like parking people, like people are not like, they give you a ticket and people just see red and they're not, <laughs> you know, this person exists, right? And they have a job and they may have given you a ticket, but it'd be wonderful if you didn't scream at them. That'd be really great. I, I, I love that. I love that. So, yeah. So can you just before Joe's going to put up, Joe, you'll put up all of their, um, you know, their website or Facebook page or a email any way to contact them. Yeah. The I'll, I'll add that to the out um, to the end. Um, and then um, if you guys just, what are you watching? What are you listening to? Um, just t- tell us, I'm always looking for something to watch and or listen to. Yeah, we well. need new, we need new podcasts to steal from. We do. <laughs> My podcasts are all over the map, um, but I actually just listened to John Gordon's Relationship Grit, hmm. which has which touches on some like um, themes of religion and all of that, and you know God focus. But I I also love learning about that stuff. I say I'm Jewish because I got my bat mitzvah and I respect my heritage, but I have a Christmas tree, um, so I don't know where that where that falls, but. Um, I think it's just learning about, I come from a mental health background. My mom's a psychologist, which was fun growing up because I got talked to forever, but just talking about all of that stuff. I love mental health podcasts and all of that. So just not a self-help book, but like a look at yourself kind of podcast. I don't know. I love that stuff. So I'm more boring. I'm more, um, ed tech. Um, I listen to I have House of Ed Tech, and mm-hmm. there's one called Who Smarted, which just because I'm very <laughs> I'm very juvenile, so I, I was like I need that, and it's very funny, it's very cute. That's why uh, we get along so well. That's Michelle. why we get along so well. Uh, in terms of reading, years old. so I read um, uh, the the Humans of New York and then Humans of the World, like um, oh. their photo, their, the photo essay, basically the books, and then Nas um, Nas Daily uh, put out a book as well. Um, around the world in 60 seconds. And um, that's another photo journal book. And um, so kind of tour through those over the summer. They're just like light reads, but impactful at the same time. I don't know if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Nice. 
You got anything, Joe? We should do a people of AP. I would love to do a people of AP. So there, a woman page. does it. She does humans of AP. She does it sporadically. Of course, I'm forgetting her name right now because the pandemic has made my brain. I think I've seen. I think I've seen that. Yeah. But I will send it to you on Instagram. She, there, is, there is a woman who she does it sporadically, but there is a woman who sporadically does mm-hmm. um, humans of AP. And I I'm missed my recording days. I'll tell you that. Uh, I'm reading, well, one, a book that Rita's, that Joe's girlfriend gave me, that's a memoir. And then I'm also rereading banned books, um, from high school, Michelle. Mm -hmm. So, um, I, and I don't know why there was a reason I was reading. So I just read Catcher in the Rye. I read The Awakening, Chopin. I Hmm. read Speak by somebody who's, anyway, I'm rereading banned books and I don't know why, because my brain is mushed from the pandemic, but there was a reason <laughs> I, I was going down this rabbit hole and I now don't remember it, but that's, that's my life. That's all right, Amy. It is what it is. It's all right. Well, Amy, the only thing I'll throw into this conversation, I started a new podcast I listened to. It's an Australian podcast, but it's called Stuff the British Stole. <laughs> and it's about what's the, the contents of the British Museum and how it got there. Um, oh, nice. And who died to get it there <laughs> in some cases. That's so, amazing. I uh, love that stuff. That's yeah. pretty cool. Wow. Yeah. So listen, thank you guys so much. Is there any events that you want to just do a quick plug before we wrap up? Or and when's the next, next meeting? meeting? Yeah, I'm sorry, Amy. <laughs> it's a, no, it's up so, on your website too. I just, I just Yeah, the meetings are the second and fourth Wednesdays of the month. So our next meeting is this Wednesday, which we actually want to make it a point to go to a council meeting I used to have to go, not, I don't want to say have why, to. Why, Sarah, why do you want to go to a council <laughs> <laughs> Oh, because that, well, I, I worked for the co-star. I know all about sitting through those really fun council meetings, um, most specifically Seagirt, which like, oh, like they don't know. I don't know if you could put this in here or I should say this. <laughs> what paved the walkway should be. You know, I'm like, we, we got real problems here in Seagirt. Um, but you know, it's important for people to know about what's going on in their communities. So like, it's super important to be, you know, uh, versed on what's going on. And people act surprised when they like, oh, I didn't know that was happening. Well, you didn't really do your due diligence though and find out. Yeah, just the school supplies drive. um, If you're around town and you've got like, you know, some new supplies hanging out in your backpack, just put them in the box and then help us out. Great. Listen, thank you guys so much. Thanks for, Thanks for taking the time. Um, Thanks for having on. us. Yeah, no, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Joe. Thank you. Thank you. Nice meeting thank y'all. You. See y'all. If you'd like more information about the Asbury Park Kiwanis or are interested in becoming a member, you can email them at info at asburyparkkiwanis.org. You can also Google Asbury Park Kiwanis to find their website. They have meetings every other Wednesday evening that are open to new members. And you can find them on Instagram at Asbury Park Kiwanis.